There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The Tally Ho Theater hosts a special tribute to the Cars tonight in Leesburg, Virginia. I spoke with the Cars' late lead singer, Rick Ocasek, a year before his death when he brought his art exhibit to Bethesda, Maryland, and Tyson's Virginia in 2018. Rick, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. My pleasure. Thank you. So if our listeners show up to this, um, what exactly are they going to get to do? They get to peruse around and look at your artwork, the, a little meet and greet, any signings? You know, what, what can they do here? I think all three of those things. I think we'll also, you know, we'll all have dinner. We'll all go to a dance. No, just kidding. <laughs> it'll, be, uh, it'll be, you know, the art will be there, and uh, I guess I'll be there with it. Awesome, but they they will have a chance to come up and and shake your hand and all that good oh, stuff. Oh yeah, most certainly. Well, that's awesome. See, that's yeah, a, that's definitely. exciting. Come on. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. They might go. You're pretty tall, but <laughs> well, it'll be a pleasant surprise. They'll look up at you. Um, yeah. Let's go into the the art uh, the artwork itself. Um, what what sort of uh, pieces are we going to see? I know you do a lot of acrylics on canvas, but your I think your main thing is is drawing on paper, colored markers. What uh, what drew you to to that medium and outlet? And uh, you know. What, what exactly some of the pieces are we going to see? Yeah, the markers, it's easy, it's easy to carry around like uh, books, uh, you know, with you, and I, and I kind of do art wherever I am. Um, you know, it's, it's always just sort of a sideline for me. And um, so having, having you, know, uh, uh, you know, things you can, that are portable uh, are, are fun to, to draw in. And, um, and then sometimes I, well, oftentimes I will blow those things up and then... Uh, you know, also add add things to them and embellish it like that. Uh, you know, so that's that's one method I use. Um, and I do use markers and I do use uh, pens, Jap- usually Japanese pens because of the colors. Um, and I've been doing it for quite a long time, but I never really uh, showed it until now because, uh, I don't know, just maybe it was a good time to do it and also... Uh, Maybe somebody noticed and said, you know, hey, you should do some shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. So that's why I'm doing them. So you just were kind of talking about sort of this, the, the, I guess, the medium and the styles. But in terms of, uh, why don't you, since we're radio, try to paint a picture, uh, a mental picture for us on some of these pieces. I think one of them I saw looked almost like an abstract, almost like a cityscape, kind of like a street. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess highlight, like, you know, two or three of them for, for visually for the radio. <laughs> Yeah, well, gee, that's a, that's a good one. Um, that's hard. Ha- abstract on the radio, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because sometimes I do I do, do abstract stuff, um, but sometimes for some reason it starts to look like something real, like you just mentioned, that cityscape. Uh, and, you know, even though it's a distorted reality, um, you know, it still starts to look like something that's real. Like, for instance, I couldn't really, if somebody said, why don't you uh, paint a picture of that chair, 
uh, it would really look much different than the chair. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think, you know, I've had that kind of art training, you know, that, that would allow me to do things that look realistic. And actually, I don't really want to do anything that's realistic. Right. So, uh, you know, it is more of abstract. Um, but the creative process is not so different from writing music. You know, it's like uh, you kind of start with a blank page, and then, you know, at the end you have something. Um, you know, some some of them, it's, it's funny what they turn into. I, I don't pre-conceive uh, what it's going to be. Um, I just do it a lot. And then some of them I like, and the ones I like I keep, and the ones I don't I throw away. <laughs> just like songs, but, I'm sure. But, you know... Uh, it's you. You said you had said. I read somewhere that that for you, when you sit down with that blank page page that you're talking about, that drawing is almost like thinking on paper. You said. Explain what you mean by that. Well, it is thinking on paper. Actually, uh, one example is that I'm drawing right now. I'm drawing now as I'm talking to you. <laughs> really? And, what, what do we got going on? <laughs> well, it's it's pretty much what you what you would see. Like, um, it's just that when I'm when I'm thinking or when I'm quiet. And I'm, you know, pondering. Uh, that's the best time to do art. Um, so it's, it's, that's it. I, I, I just don't know when it's going to be, but it, it's usually just when you know I'm sort of meditating, meditating on something. Right, right. It's the concentration thing—it's—it's it's really a bit like meditation because you know, meditation—you're supposed to have a sort of a focus, and this is like what I focus on when I'm. Uh, probably deep in thought. That's awesome. Now, yeah. I know you've been sort of creating artwork since you were really young, like a kid. How did you get into it originally? Um, you know, it's funny. I don't know. I just uh, kind of started drawing, and I don't know why. It's the same reason I don't know why when I was 14 I said, you know, I think I want to write songs. I really don't know why I started to wanted to do that. <laughs> um but I got a guitar when I was 14, and I started to just try to write songs. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't have any good ones when I was 14. Uh, but I loved music, and I, I don't know why. My family was not particularly musical. Uh, they didn't play instruments or anything. Uh, in fact, they probably frowned on it. So it just it just came to me, and I just felt like, you know, music was something that just I could not ignore. Um, and I wanted to be you know, part of. So I guess the art is really just a kind of a, of an extension of things, because I did do a lot of photography and a lot of drawings. Actually, I was a draftsman for a while. Uh, that's not art, but <laughs> that's probably got something to do with all the straight lines I use or, you know, things like that. But, yeah. Um, you know, so that's it. Absolutely. That's the way it goes. Well, you kind of talked about how when you, when you first started songwriting, you said you didn't think you were any good at it, but you got pretty damn good at it, sir. I, I must say so myself. Where were you? Um, take do you mind? Do you mind take me into a couple of of, of the the car stuff you wrote? Because you were sure. the songwriter. Where what inspired you? You know, do you remember where you were when you sat down and, and did just what I needed? Because that was the big breakthrough. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I I know I wrote it in Boston. Um, that's for sure. <clears throat> um. I can kind of I can I kind of know where I was. I mean, I, I was in a basement. I know that, um, and it was before. Uh, I guess I, you know, let's see. It was. I think it was once that once I got everybody in the band together, 
uh, and decided it was going to be, uh, I think David was the last person to sort of get in the band, um, that I did a big writing spree and because um, it was going to be a new band. And I think it probably came out of that bunch of songs. Right. So, and I guess, uh, you know, maybe it was good time. Maybe that, maybe that was the time when, you know, the songs were maybe finally good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't was my best friend's girl was on that same self-titled album, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yep. what, what caused you to write that one? Was that an actual? Was that an actual love, <laughs> love triangle? You know, I don't think it was. I think it was just an actual thought. You know, I mean, I don't think it was uh, based on. I don't think. Well, a lot of the songs I write are just from things I see or things I perceive, um, or the things that could be. So, um, I usually don't have like a specific thing in mind. It's just, it's just, it's just a, a reality that I see. And um, so, I can't remember exactly what Best Friends Girl uh, was about. Um, I mean, I know what it was about, but I mean, I don't remember exactly when I wrote it. Uh, but um, it was definitely in that same batch. You're right. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, we don't we don't have to go all of them. There's so many. Good times roll. Let's go. I mean, um, maybe just one more. Shake it up. Where because that that kind of really started getting into that new wave uh, thing, incorporating <laughs> that electronic stuff. The bow bow. I mean, all of it. Uh, uh-huh. But do you remember uh, writing that one? This will be the last one of the songs. And then I'll, well, I'll yeah, cut you shake loose. it up. I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember shake it up. Uh, I used to think it was a. Uh, uh, my silliest song, <laughs> but <laughs> so you, you didn't guess, like it for a while. So many people liked it <laughs> that I had to keep that I had to do it. So I just kept doing it. But it's it's kind of kind of a cool little sort of fifty thing. So it's grown um, it's grown on you a little. <laughs> yeah. So it was okay. I mean, we did call the album that. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Well, but why why was that new? I mean, we we're talking about how it got started really electronic new wave, and why did, why was that genre so appealing to you? I mean, you guys. I mean, why why bend music history in that direction? Because you really did. Well, it's funny. I don't really. That's a good question because I I don't know why uh, the cars sounded like the cars. I, I think it was obviously the combination of the people in the band, mm-hmm. but I don't. There was no. You know, we weren't like trying to have a sound or sound like anybody else. I think we were pretty locked away in Boston, just playing the club scene. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it wasn't like, oh, there's this new wave thing going on. <laughs> right, right. It just so, organically happened. Yeah, yeah. It just was what it, what the band sounded like. Um, but I do think it was interesting that we, you know, kind of uh, approached it with like a keyboard oriented thing and um i think that the backgrounds of our backgrounds you know the kind of music that we all liked and were influenced by uh, had had a lot to do with it as well gotcha you know? well you've been generous with your time before but before we cut you loose i gotta say congrats on the uh, upcoming rock and roll hall of fame induction sir yeah, that's, that's good thank you it's gonna be a big one uh you're going in with what dire straits moody blues bon jovi yep. nina simone that's quite a class um yep. how big of an honor is it? Ob- obviously bittersweet a little without you know benjamin with benjamin or passing yeah, exactly but that um nice. but that's gotta but it's still gonna it's gotta be uh you know um no it, it is it is a great it is a great honor yes i have to say <laughs> Does uh, that, it's nice to be in the crew. Yeah, I mean, and you never when you're when you're in that point, it's just feathers in the cap. It's it's like you know an accolade like that. I'm sure doesn't you know it doesn't you know say ah oh, we finally are validated. You know you guys are you know you're confident all the way. But yeah. just talk about what it's going to be like being on stage and and being joining the club. Well, that'll be that'll be uh, 
Yeah, great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to uh, get there and, and and be part of that whole situation, especially since it's in Cleveland, where I used to live. Um, so that'll be quite the quite the honor. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, before that, everyone come check out the Abstract Reality Exhibit. Um, uh-huh. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, why, why should our listeners come out? Why should they come? Uh, why should they come? Because it's fun to see. There you go. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, thanks. You've been great. Appreciate you All calling right, in. wonderful. All right, bye, Jason. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.